Let's do this. It's time for Hanging with Langan. I like that she's got a big, dirty mouth that gets her in trouble. Wow. Well, hello, my cherubs. Welcome to Hanging with Langan, the official Hanging with Langan bell. Oh, my God. I am so excited. We have a double header today. I'm Marilyn Dash. I went to high school with her. She is a pilot, and she's going to join me in just a moment. There's so much to talk about uh, women in aviation. A lot's happening on the national level to get women involved in aviation. So they say. She knows all the dirt on that. And then following that, I have a woman named Beth Dolan joining me. She is a film director, and she has a really, really important and powerful film called A Stranger at Home, and it's about the lack of care for our veterans uh, in their mental health. It's really fascinating stuff, and it's important stuff, and you better listen. Um, don't make me hit you with a wooden spoon. But first, all my shows here on Hanging with Langan, you know that they are free. I bring my gifts and talents to you <laughs> at no charge. But what we are doing, too, if you uh, are so inclined, we're doing a uh, pay what you can at PayPal or Venmo at Molangan, just pay what you can, chuck a buck, whatever. Uh, keep me from getting a blind dog and sitting on a street corner at a red light. That's all. That's all we're doing here. Um, and please consider joining Patreon. You get all the backstage chats and I'll get you Don't Make Me Hate You t-shirt at a certain level. And you can also get the Don't Make Me Hate You t-shirts, masks, all that at MaureenLangan.com. Uh, I have to show you something. Look what my niece made me. She's a freshman at the University of Pittsburgh and she... Uh, embroiders i guess it's like little house on the prairie uh but she's really talented and she made me a hanging with lang an official tote and she does caps and sneakers and base all of it denim jackets so go check out her work at sophisticated get it abby langan sophisticated on instagram gotta support the gals uh working hard all right so we're going to take your comments. We want to hear from you today. And if you're watching on the Hanging with Langan Facebook page, what I would like you to do, please, so that everybody, so we can see your name attached to your comments, go to StreamYard.com forward slash Facebook, click on the blue button, and then we will see your name and share this, please. That's all I ask of you. Please share this so that people can watch. That's how we build the numbers. That's how we get people involved in the show. So it's up to you. All right, now, what child did not grow up knowing about Amelia Earhart? I did. Did you not? Of course you did. And, you know, I read that she was born in 1897. She was born in 1897. And she disappeared in 1937. Nobody knows where she is. I don't understand this. Like, anybody find Amelia Earhart, for the love of God. So earlier this month, the Senate designated March 8th through 14th as Women of the Aviation Workforce Week. It's bipartisan, mind you. Wow. wow. Oh, ding, ding, ding. Something bipartisan in government. Woohoo! All right. And um, it honors women on planes in the skies. And they have committed to helping increase the number of women in aviation and, of course, as well as STEM job opportunities. And this surprised me. Women comprise 50% of the population, but only 8% roughly of pilots. Why, Christina? Why? Well, here to tell us why and more about aviation is Marilyn Dash, <laughs> pilot. Hello, Hi, Maureen. How are you? Good. I'm glad you're here hanging with me. Me too. You have been a pilot. You started late in the pilot yeah. world. Yeah. I um, started flying when I was 37 years old. Actually, on my 37th birthday, I took my first flight lesson. And like, 
What precipitated that? You were just like, I got to do this? Interesting story. I was driving up the freeway in, I was living in the San Francisco Bay area at the time. And I was driving uh, up the 101, people will know it, that live there. And there was a new aviation museum going in at the San Carlos airport that volunteers needed. And I had a big love of uh, obviously sciences, but I also had a big love of history. And I thought this would be a great place for me to learn about aviation history and World War II history and all of these other things. So I went to, um, I walked in and introduced myself and I have a, a, a couple of talents that were needed at the time. I Such have, um, you tell. I can listen really well and transcribe things quickly. So I followed the, uh, it was the Hiller Aviation Museum and I, I followed Stan Hiller around while he told me things about the airplanes. This is the, um, the historical significance of this is blah, blah, blah. The, this is, um, from 1937 and it was built in this and this is why it's important to aviation history. And I would just sit there and write down everything he said, you know, verbatim. And I helped develop some of the, um, docent manuals and things so that the, uh, people who came after me, some of the volunteers would be able to learn more about some of the things that he told me. And every day he would sit down and tell me, why aren't you a pilot? And I'm like, oh, one of these days. Why aren't you a pilot? I'm like, oh, one of these days. And finally, one of these days showed up and I was 37, walked into the local flight school and said, I want to become a pilot. Let me ask you this because, you know, we talked about Aviation History Week, which is cool, but for women. But why are the numbers so low? Actually, I think it's lower than you mentioned. I think it's in the 5% range, 5 to 6%. And I think that one of the things that women are, they don't want to get their hands dirty and flying is not a clean sport. I mean, it's just not. Um, you need to learn how to do, you need to have to, I've packed um, bearings in my tires. I've changed the oil. I've, you know, changed my spark plugs. Things you know, like that, that women don't just don't, we just don't learn that as kids. You know, men kind ah. of do, but we need. So I think that one of the ways to get women involved is to get them it, it, earlier. Like, let's teach them earlier that um, how machines work, how cars work, how airplanes work, how what that means. Like, what? Why is there oil in a in an engine? You know, why is the what? What do all these things pieces mean, and how do we get them okay, to I see work what together? You're saying. Because I was going to say, well, there's plenty of women who don't mind getting their hands dirty and, and right. working hard. But what you're saying is it starts at a young age where you know, maybe you're teaching your son how to change oil in the car, but not your daughter. Right. Absolutely. And I, I I didn't know it. I didn't, you know, the lefty, loosey, righty, tidy. I didn't know that till I was like 40 years old. Or Well, now I, I, know. I, love I mean, you know, and it's something I should use every day, but I never, you know, even when you're putting the, the faucet on outside to water the plants, you know, like righty tight. Oh, there you go. But it's something that is ingrained in people when they just start, grow up with mechanical things, but we just never learned that. Well, I did go fishing with my brothers and my father, but I hated catfish. It, I just didn't like when I caught a cat. I'm like, all right, somebody else get the freaking catfish off the line. But I would, I had no problem with the worms. Um, it's so funny. Well, you know what too? Uh, one of my brothers, uh, my daughter, my niece who, um, uh, Embroidered the hanging with Langan tote. A beautiful tote. She's, she's so good. She's so talented. Fun, heart, smart. That's our logo here. She um, is studying uh, architecture. And my brother had her 
redo her bedroom, learn where the studs go, learn what you need to do in the, in the flooring and how you, right. I mean, she did how to put in the lighting. So he like, how does it all fit together? Like, you know what I mean? That's really where the, the point comes in. So, okay. Um, so you're talking about it and you also talk about, I've read some articles, you've written a bunch of articles on this about women, also girls needing mentors. Yes. And I think that they're almost afraid to ask for them. Like men just seem to uh, just garner uh, mentors, you know, like the coach and the the high school coach or the shop teacher or, Mm -hmm. you know, the neighbor down the street who's rebuilding a GTO or something. They just kind of like gravitate to it. But women don't seem to do that. And I don't think that older women like myself, we don't reach out to young girls as often. And so one of the things that I did is when I was uh, at the Reno Air Races, I raced for almost 15 years there. And I would, um, I had people donate Barbies that were barnstorming Barbie, air race, bar- I mean, Air Force Barbie, astronaut Barbie, all these aviation themed Barbie dolls. And I would have the girls, if they would pay attention and answer the questions that, I, you know, that they, I talked to them about the airplane, if they could answer the questions, I'd give them a, a present of the, the aviation themed Barbie. And I kept one of each for myself for my Barbie collection. Okay. Let me tell you this. My Irish mother would not let me play with Barbies growing up. I wasn't allowed to play with them. Uh, if they had it in aviation themed Barbie, it would be perfect. Right. Or right behind me, I have a Rosa Parks Barbie. I had no idea they made a Rosa Parks Barbie, but somebody they didn't when we were young. No. They do now. Right? Of course exactly. now. Because when I was growing up, my mother's like, I don't want to play in with a doll with them boobs. It's not right for a little girl to play with dolls with boobs. I mean, you know, Irish Catholic. But um, you used to race or you do race? Talk to me about I that. raced for uh, about 15 years. And it's, uh, I was a biplane racer. And the picture that was on the front cover is of me in my race plane. And um, Let's show the covers. Maureen Langan's okay. prepared. I do my own tech. Look at that. There she is. How cool. I love that. Everybody laughs at my, um, my sunglasses. I still have those sunglasses. <laughs> well, you have to be chic in the skies, Marilyn Dash. I think and, so. Come on. You never know who you might meet. I don't know who's up there. But, um, so so I, I raced up until 2017. And for the past few years, I've been uh, doing the announcing. So I'm the girl with the, I do the internet feed, the live internet feed of the races. And I do um, the live uh in front of the crowd as well. So, so I go back and forth to, between the booth. That sounds way cool. So if people want to follow you, they can go to uh, Instagram, Marilyn.dash, Twitter, dash or four, and uh-huh. Facebook, dash for life coaching, which we'll get to in a minute. Mm-hmm. But that must be exciting to, how do people like find out about you post it on your social media when you're going to do these races or voice them or... Yeah. Well, the race we have uh, the Reno Air Races is always in September. Of course, we skipped last year for the COVID, but um, we're we're back again this September. It's usually the second weekend in September, and uh, up, I, when I was racing, you know, we had 150, 200,000 people would show up for the last weekend of the races. It's a week long event. It's huge here in the Reno uh, Tahoe area, and then. Um, we are putting on races. We're working on a race in Texas. I've been to um, China. I've been to Wuhan, China to put on the first air race ever in, in uh, China. And uh, yep, yeah, of all people. Take um, their mind off of things over there in Wuhan, you know? Like well, this was the- before. This was before oh, they had the troubles. So, um, but my team, my group, uh, the International Formula One group is, uh, we've done, what is it called? Done, 
it's an international Formula One air racing, pylon air racing. We do, we've done races in Spain, Tunisia, Thailand, China, and we're putting on, uh, we're looking at doing like a, a United States tour. And where's Amelia? Does anybody know where Amelia is? No, no. Somewhere in the Pacific, sitting on an island. Freaking Amelia. Sipping a Mai Tai. So. It's just, it was so, you know, she was such a great um, uh, image for the women to say, oh, look, an aviator. And then the loss of her, yeah. you know, when she disappeared, it was just like, you know, the, the wind went out of the sails. Because back in that day, the women were just starting to really get into uh, racing and flying and, you know, Poncho Barnes and, and all the others of that era. Um, I don't know Poncho. You should. You'd I'm, like Poncho. Poncho Barnes. I got to check Poncho out. Well, when I was growing up, I did love those strong women like Amelia mm-hmm. Earhart. I mean, <clears throat> just fascinating. And, you know, she was born in 1897. And the numbers of women haven't really grown that much nope. since she was born. Nope. So the Reno Air Races have been going on since 1964. In in the number of years that they've been racing, I was number 17 of all the women who raced there. 17 women um, raced up till when I started in 2003. And since then, I think we've got, I think 11 more women have raced since I started. So the numbers are increasing. But the first time a woman ever raced um, at Reno she was in the biplane class, which is the one that I raced in initially. And they made her wear ballast because she was so much more tight, like tinier than some of the other racers. They made her wear what? They made ballast. They put 50 pound weights in her plane so that it was fair because <laughs> she was a tiny little thing. Yeah. But they, yeah, they weren't, um, they weren't all that excited about having a woman join the team. Well, what is pylon? You better. Pylon racing. So do you know how NASCAR has like an oval? Well, we basically fly an oval with, we do eight planes at a time and we fly an oval in the sky and our pylons are 50 foot uh, telephone poles with the 55 oh, gallon drums on top. Got it. Got and we it. fly around them. Mm-hmm. I thought it might've been a name of a type of plane. Forgive my ignorance. I don't know this world, which is why you're here. I don't know yours. Pylon in the sky. We kind of do. You're doing the color commentary. She's racing now. She has 50 pound weights on each side. She's a slight mm-hmm. little thing. Keeping up right. with masses in the sky. She's so, so smiling. Well, I, I know a gal, Lisa Johnson. She fought, she does racing. And I, I've talked to her about that. And I find her very interesting. Well, here's the deal. We have a mutual friend we went to high school with. And her daughter very much wants to uh, be a pilot. Now, Amelia Earhart was married to a big publishing magnet. So you know, they had a few bucks to throw around. Right. How does a young woman today or a 37-year-old woman who may not have the financial means, like it's expensive, isn't it, to become a pilot? Right. Yes. Oh, yes. Um, so, yeah, that's where most of my money goes to. So um, what I would recommend is to look into there's an organization called the 99s, which is the one that was um, – started by Amelia Earhart in her in her era. It's called the 99th. And they have um, that organization and the Women in Aviation Group. They both have uh, scholarships that they can apply for. Local groups, um, you know, your local airport might have uh, a Women in Aviation type uh, scholarship, and she should just apply for those. And uh, there's always the option of the military. You know, there's always they love women pilots right about now. So, you know, we're finally broke that glass ceiling and we're, um, we're increasing ranks with them. 
but um, if she wants to stay civilian, I would look into those types of scholarships. Thank you. That's really helpful. That's very mm -hmm. helpful. And is there an age limit? Well, th there's not an age limit, right? No. There's a young limit, like you can't you can't solo an airplane until you're 16 or 17 years old or whatever. Which I didn't have to worry about that limit. But the top limit, there's uh, the the worst thing is the insurance uh, requirements. So as you're you know a 90 year old pilot might have to pay a little bit more in insurance. So, I think. Um, yeah. My guest is pilot Marilyn Dash, and this and earlier this month March it was designated. There was a week by the Senate. Uh, designated a women in aviation to bring more awareness to that, as well as STEM and get women into uh, fields that they haven't typically been uh, welcomed fully into or, or thought that they could. It's all such bullshit to me. Anyway, um, Marilyn, please stand by. Uh, we're going to come back in one moment. This is Maureen Lankett's commercial break. And then we will uh, find out like what, the first time she went in the sky alone. I want to know Ooh. if she almost puked in a corner. I got to know all of this. But you can't puke in the sky. I'll come back. Don't spit into the wind. Jim Croce told me that. All right, stand by, please. Marilyn, we'll be right back. Okay, so Marilyn, we're going to have more with her. And also coming up. Uh, on the half an hour, on the half hour, we will have Beth Dolan, who is a filmmaker, a really powerful documentary uh, called Stranger at Home about how the military men and women are just freaking forgotten when it comes to their mental health. It's three vets, three generations and three different wars, whistleblowers and the, the poor guy who accidentally uh, shot Pat Tillman. I mean, this is like heart-wrenching stuff. And you know, here at Hanging with Lang, and we, we, fun, heart, smart, that's what we try to bring together here. And by we, I mean me. And, you know, everybody from academics to alcoholics are welcome. I bring in comedians and I bring in pilots and filmmakers because I want to bring you, I, I combine my broadcasting background with the uh, humor of a comedian. At least we, that's the goal. But all the shows are free. And I also, you know, there is a pay what you can option at paypal.me at Molangen and Venmo at Molangen. These just keep the shows going, the, you know, the updates. There's a lot of tech. Believe me, my head's exploding. And you can also go to MaureenLangen.com, get a Don't Make Me Hate You t-shirt because <laughs> you don't want to hate people. They make you hate them. You're a victim. Um, we're victims, so not a victim. Um, but I just love wearing it in the mask. You go to the supermarket, you're like, don't make me hate you. Very funny stuff. Uh, also, I do Patreon, which is a really cool thing. It's subscriber based, and starting at five bucks a month, you get all the videos. Uh, you get all the videos, and at 10, you'll get the backstage uh, dirt. Believe me, some comics have told me some like wow, dirt that I've even been like, are you kidding? Delicious. Uh, so stuff like that. And then at higher levels, we do some public speaking coaching or comedy show or wine party. So different things like that. If you are apt to uh, support the show and, uh, Oh, we got a shout out. You can't spell Venmo without Mo damn straight. <laughs> uh, I knew what you meant. Um, all right. So I'm going to bring back my guest pilot, Marilyn Dash, who I went to high school with. All right, you. We Dad. did, didn't we? Good times. It was good times. I, I enjoyed myself. Did you get in trouble in high school at all? No, I was too good. A little bit of trouble, but on like on the side. But I had one of those fathers that used to teach us how to get out of trouble. Oh, really? Any yeah. any hints for anyone? My father would tell us we were. Um, if you remember downtown on Breverwick, the oh, food town. Yeah, downtown. Yeah. Remember Lake. food town? No, no lake. There's no lake. Like there's a pool. 
So it's pool Hiawatha. Pool Hiawatha. So, <laughs> so um, my dad told us once that we climbed up a tree and got on top of the food town. And of course, somebody called the police. And so the police came and my dad told me, the police are never going to shoot at a nine-year-old while they're running away. So just keep running. And wow. all your friends are going to stop when the police say, stop. And you're going to run home and you're never going to have a problem. Because you're a white So that's what girl. I learned as a nine-year-old. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Blonde, white girl. Yeah. By the way, I just remember you walking down the hall, this beautiful blonde hair yeah. flowing. So a lot gorgeous. of hair. But, you know, I couldn't hang out at downtown like Hiawatha unless I was going somewhere and I had come back. I kill you dead. I see you down there hanging out with the derelicts. Shame in the family. <laughs> it's like I couldn't. We could go to Rose's store and get a submarine. Sandwich. The best. Oh, the best. The best. The absolute I miss her. best. Oh, I know. So, okay. First time you, you start, uh, Marilyn becomes a pilot at the age of 37. Right. Uh, so you're in a plane with somebody teaching you for how long? Um, I think it was, I changed instructors a few times because people would, uh, they would earn uh, hours of flying mm -hmm. time and then go to an airline and you'd be sitting here going, did I have an instructor still? And they'd quit and they'd go to an airline because that apparently pays better. So um, I went through a couple of instructors and I finally, uh, when it was finally time, let's see, I probably had about 60, 80 hours, something like that. Mm -hmm. But it is what it is. And uh, the minimum is 40. So you need to have at least 40 to be able to um, get your license. And um, when I, the first, I was just dying to solo. Just let's go. Let's just, let's go. Yeah. And uh, I finally got the time to, to go. And it was, um, it wasn't as momentous as I expected. You know, it was like it, the airplane takes off so much easier because it's like half the weight, you know? Um, but it was, yeah, it was, it was not as, oh my God, as I was hoping it would be. There were bigger, oh my God's down the road. What was the scariest thing that ever happened to you? You can tell us. Oh, I had my, I had my license for five, six months, maybe. And my engine died and I had to land it with, uh, it was like making that, you know, the commercial where they're like, clunk, clunk, the engine's making a weird noise yes. and they start making the, well, it was making a clunk, clunk, a noise because one of the, the valves had, um, didn't work anymore. So, uh, ended up, I was in, I was about 4,000, 4,500 feet and coming in to, luckily I was right over the old castle air force base in, uh, Atwater, California. So, and I was in formation with someone else and he's like, no, there's no fire, no smoke, just land it like you always do. And I'm like, did he say fire, smoke? I wasn't like, well, I wasn't ready for that. So I landed it fine and was able to just coast off the runway and then it just died completely. And people were everywhere, you know, cause they hear it on the radio, no fire, no smoke, just land it, you're fine. And everybody's like, Smoke? Yeah, and everybody runs for the runway. So you know who you are, Marilyn Dash. You are the crazy. Sully. You are the Sully <laughs> of of your world. That's who you are. You're the. If sully. It had happened after like six years of flying instead of six months. I probably would have been a little bit more prepared for it. But okay, I had a similar experience, but not at all. Um, <laughs> look at me trying to put a parallel that doesn't exist. I went parasailing in Mexico. Mexico. So there, Why? there are no. There are no personal injury lawyers. In There's Mexico. no FAA. There's no none of that. Yes. It was a year ago before the pandemic in last December. And I, somebody double dog dared me. You know, you get double dog dared. And I'm. You got to do it. 
So you stay calm, you breathe, ohm, whatever Shante means. And then I'm like, he's like, sit. So I sit in a little harness thing. That's what I'm told to do. And as I'm taking off in midair, he's like, sit, sit. I'm like, I'm, I'm sitting, what am I doing wrong? Obviously I'm doing something wrong. And then I'm up in the sky. I'm like, okay, all right, okay, this is nice. If I could get into this and breathe, and I, I would be all right. Except they're speaking to, I don't know what I did wrong on takeoff. So I'm scared. And then he's like, Oh, look, come on. I go, no, 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 no. I'm in, it's, uh, hablo no espanol other than oh, you got to get to me in English, dude. I was scared to death. Did I tell you that Harold Rosenthal said hello? Super interesting. We love that. Yeah. Very nice. We love you, Harold. Even though I called you Murray the cop in high school all the time. Such an easygoing, nice man. And we got Kim Knackle. Hi, Kim. Hi, Hillary Steele. Hi, Matthew Polk. Good I don't people. see those. Well, Maureen Langan has many screens going at one time. There's three different Maureen's. <laughs> I like speaking about myself in the third person. Um, okay, Marilyn Dash, let's get into what is your advice to um, to women? Yeah, I, I always think that the best way to to move forward is to, you know, look to other people, find a mentor, find someone to ask advice for, join a group on Facebook. You know, all of those things are available to you. Another good thing is to go to the airport, go to the airport and, and sit at the local. Usually they have a bench or they have like a restaurant or they have a terminal. Go to the lo not don't go to Newark Airport, but go to the little one down the street, the San Carlos Airport, where I learned to fly and just uh, hang out there and ask questions. Um, people would love to help you. People will take you by the hand and lead you if you are respectful and interested and don't, you know, don't check your phone in the middle of a, t a moment when some World War II veteran is telling you a great story about getting shot down over France. You know, put down your phone and listen to them respectfully and they'll tell you anything. They'll do anything for you. So that, those are kind of my hints for, for young people who are interested in getting into this. I like yourself out there. Too. Be, well, there's in New Jersey, there's Teterboro Airport, poor John F. Kennedy Jr. I mean, he shouldn't have, well, whatever. He may, that's where he flew out of, I think. Mm -hmm. There's Fairfield. There's one in Fairfield. I was just going to say there's one in Fairfield. There's one in Somerset somewhere, Franklin. Um, there's one in Andover. There's They're all over the place. Isn't there a small one, too, by Morristown? You guys, this, for those of you not- Morristown, a memorial. Like, there's a great airport in Morristown. Well, I say this because I think what you're saying is really smart, like- I can't stand it. Like you you go somewhere and it's this, you know, you're talking to someone and it's respectful to hear them. That's, that's like the best advice because when somebody feels respected and heard, they'll help you. Okay. I, the person who was one of my first mentors and one of my instructors, he, he used to always tell me, he goes, I will teach you anything as long as you're, you're, you're there, you're present and you're paying attention and you're giving me feedback. The minute you pick up your phone, I'm gone. Fair enough. Yep. Uh, Bedminster too. Yep. There's one in Bedminster. This is all Jersey stuff. They're all over the place. Yeah. They're everywhere. They have airports everywhere. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> hey, are you doing some public speaking these days? What are you a doing? A lot. Yeah. Are a lot. You? I um in fact I'm speaking tomorrow night at the Hiller Aviation Museum, my my alma mater as I look at it. And I'm doing uh the the where uh, Reno Air Races and the future of air racing is gonna be my topic tomorrow. Um I've done a lot about the women of air of aviation, the women of air racing. I've done um a lot on the Reno air races. I spoke at a keynote right before we did went into lockdown last year and about I think it was twenty one hundred people and they're all in the aviation business. So I love doing that. I love talking about STEM. I love talking about aviation, about women getting into these other 
um, fields and uh, getting kids to see things differently. And, you know, I've just finished um, the Elon Musk book. And one of the things that has struck me so much about that book is um, back in the early day, back in 1937, let's just say, people were always interested in how to make things better. Racing is always, you know, how to build something better, how to make it faster, how to make it safer. And now we're all worried about getting clicks. You know, how many clicks did I get on Instagram? How many likes did I get? And we're not building anything. And I would like to see us getting back to that, getting back to building and having a generation of people who are interested in aviation, racing, science, mechanical engineering. You know, how does this work? Did you see the thing the other day on on um, robots? on the Boston company. That was just, I was like mesmerized by these robots. We sh- we need more of that. We need more robots. <clears throat> we need more robots. But I'll tell you, Marilyn, I'm kidding you. But you know, um, it's funny because everything is about social media. And I, I sometimes I've got to just get out of, off of it and go for a hike or just download. Walk the dog. Yes, something. Oh, my dogs are dead. But I go to the neighbors and say, can I walk your dogs? I'm not even joking. I'm like, can I take your dog? I'll take your dog hiking with me. I'll take, I have a dog here. The, the woman I have mine. She's right behind me. Yeah, this you is take her. I have a stranger's dog. No, I have the neighbor's dog. But you know what it is too? Somebody's like, Maureen, you got to be on this platform. You have to be on this other platform. I, I like growing this show. This is mm-hmm. good. Or when you're performing or you're doing a talk, you want people to know and support. But somebody goes, oh, you got to be on this other platform. I go, I am so tired of liking people I hate. <laughs> Don't make me hate you. Don't make me hate you. Get your don't make me hate you t-shirt, you guys. I need one now. I didn't know they existed. I want the mask. I want the shirt. I'll send you one. I'll send you a t-shirt. I'll send you one. I want to. Um, But, you know, we're going to, I just want to give a shout out and um, stay with us because Beth Dolan is going to join us. And she is a filmmaker, a documentarian, and her film is Stranger at Home about the military. She highlights... um, the military and these, their personal stories and it's riveting. Um, so she'll be with me in just a minute, but you know what? I'm so glad that you hung out with me today and I want people to know, Harold says more science engineers, fewer lawyers. Um, poor lawyers. So if you want to support the show, PayPal and Venmo, Mo Langen. And if you want to follow Marilyn Dash, let me put her information up here. She's great. You know, you are such a supportive person. You've come to my show. You're just very open hearted. Yes, I had a blast. I think I went to see it three times. Did you? I knew you were there. Oh, that was very kind. Daughter of a garbage man. So much fun. Uh, uh, Marilyn.dash on Instagram. Twitter, dash or four. Facebook Dash for Life Coaching. And you know what? What a great speaker she would be for an organization, a group, men or women, mixed. Um, you know, we're bipartisan in this world. Okay. Yes, we um, are. Everybody's welcome. Thank you, darling. Thank you. This I'll wait really for my kind. shirt. I'm going to send you a shirt. You're going to email me. I'm going to send you one, too. Oh, what kind are you sending me? I have the Ruby Red Racing shirt. No. Okay. Before I go, i got to just show you the picture of Marilyn one more time in her... Um, well, here's is there's a plane. Is that your plane? That great? Yeah, that's her. That's Ruby. Ruby. Yes. You guys, you got to see this. I, I've posted it all over my Facebook page. This is such a great plane, and here she is. Um, that picture was taken from the ground. That's how close I was to the ground. Oh wow! Yeah, that's when you're racing. You're less than fifty feet off the ground. Well, if you fall out, at least you know. <laughs> I have a parachute on. Don't worry. Look at you. I love that. Um, safe flying to you. How come I Thank can't get dear. these pictures off? And um, yeah, safe flying. 
Continued good health and much success. We'll be in touch. Mwah! Mwah. Okay, you guys. Always good to see you. You too, Marilyn.